Think the Lions are content with where they are with their coaching staff? Think again. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here we go, everybody. It's a Thursday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Derry with you. It's Thursday, February 8th and Friday, February 9th. Thanks for making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. That includes on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel where you too can subscribe and join over the 10,000 subscribers that we have on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. But it starts with the fans. You guys have been great. I saw an interview a with Brad Holmes today and Danny Rogers at lions.com where he, Brad just gushes about the fans and he's right. Um, it's because of these fans and because of you all that we're able to do these shows uh, that, that Ford field is packed and uh, we're certainly uh, juiced up for uh, this upcoming season and the draft and free agency and everything else that comes into play with the lions busy show today. I love what the lions are doing with their coaching staff. They're not standing pat. I'll explain coming up uh, momentarily here on the program. Also on the show today, uh, Jonah Jackson, according to Pro Football Focus, might not be this coveted free agent that we all think. Eric Eager tomorrow from Sumer, uh, from Sumer Sports going to join us from Radio Row at the Super Bowl. And I want to talk a little bit about the big game and Super Bowl coming up a little bit later on on the program today as well. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash NFL. Use code, all lowercase, NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Please follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Lions. Also, the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page on threads at The Real Matt Dairy. And again, thanks for checking us out uh, on our Locked on Lions YouTube channel. Reports started uh, sifting in today, starting with Jordan Schultz um, from Bleacher Report and then uh, Mike Florio from pro football talk, but the lions are making more moves with their coaching staff. And it's not necessarily subtractions, but more additions. We know this, both coordinators are going to be back. Ben Johnson on the offensive side, future head coach, Aaron Glenn, on the defensive side. It appears everything is intact right now with all of the assistant coaches yet. Um, the lions are not standing pat and two of their weaker spots this year. I think this past year we could talk about, are the defensive line and the cornerback position. Lions D-line coach currently is still John Scott. Lions cornerback coach is currently former Lion Dre Bly. But yet, the Lions are not standing pat. They're not just going to say, ah, we won 14 games last year. You know, let's, let's, let's bring that band back together. Let's just keep it status quo. Not the case. Uh, reports started coming in last week and you heard Jim Nagy from the senior bowl join us yesterday and told us, yeah, he was talking to Terrell Williams, the Tennessee Titans D line coach, who was one of the head coaches at the senior bowl. He was talking to Terrell Williams all last week about joining the lions. It hasn't been made official yet, but Terrell Williams, who's a highly regarded defensive line coach is apparently coming to Detroit. And as Jim Nagy said yesterday, it's a done deal. So what that means for John Scott, I don't know. But the Lions are going out and finding one of the better defensive line coaches in the game and bringing them aboard. 
Maybe there'll be co-D line coaches. Maybe Williams will just be a, a, a run game coordinator or something like that on the defensive side. And when I talk about coordinators, that leads me to my uh, next thing. And I was saying it before with Florio and Jordan Schultz, but the Lions are adding Deshae Townsend as their defensive pass game coordinator and cornerbacks coach, according to Pro Football Talk. Deshae Townsend, many of you might remember, was kind of a nickelback safety. I won a couple of Super Bowls for the Steelers. He's been an assistant coach for the last handful of years, including a stint with the Bears as their secondary coach. And this past uh, two years, uh, he has been the defensive pass game coordinator and cornerbacks coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, I'm not going to sit here and break down Deshae Townsend, but what this tells me is the Lions see some weaknesses. They see some spots they can get better, namely D-line, namely with their corners. I mean, we've talked about that ad nauseum all year on this very podcast, and they're going to upgrade. They're going to bring in, bring in teachers and coaches that are going to make the t- team better. Townsend has NFL experience. Um, what this means for Dre Bly, I have no idea. All right? But there's a, a, a method to my madness today. Because today is NBA trade deadline day. It's come and gone. All right. The, the Lions are, are refusing, refusing to not better themselves every day. You hear Brad Holmes talk about it. Dan Campbell talking about it. We're seeing it now with these additions to the coaching staff. All right. You're upgrading by bringing in Deshae Townsend, maybe creating a position for him. I've never heard of defensive pass game coordinator before. Sounds like it's an additional job uh, uh, um, um, offering. Sounds like it's an additional spot on the staff. But that means that ownership is on board with spending money to create positions, right? To make the team better, right? Today was another day in this town where your basketball team got worse. Now, probably did the right thing and trading off some veteran contracts. I'm not going to turn this into locked on pistons. Our buddy Koo hosts the show. You can check it out. He does a good job, but I'm making a point here. The pistons continue to go backwards. All right. This off season, the tigers, people are saying, Oh, the tigers could be, they could be going for it. They could win the division. How much better have they made themselves? A little, you know, the red wings, they, they seem to be doing it right. Things are going better for the Iser plan, but it's taken a while. But none of those other teams are going for it, are they? Not even close. The Lions are like, screw this, we're going. And they're going to overturn every stone and, 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 and search and find good people to continue to add to the team, whether it's free agency, whether it's the draft, whether it's the coaching staff. Again, I don't know what's going to happen to John Scott, and I don't know what's going to happen to Dre Bly. But what I do know is two good assistant coaches hit the market, and the Lions scooped them up in Williams and Townsend. And so that should tell you the mindset of what's going on down at 222 Rodwood Drive. They are determined to continue to get better. And I think that's great. I do. And you know, Brad Holmes said he's not satisfied. Earlier this week, he made the comment that this is just the beginning. Get used to this. This is what we're building, right? So that will then mean that coming up in a few weeks, when we hit NFL free agency, when we get to 
you wonder if the Lions are going to be big spenders. They have never been under Brad Holmes big spenders. They spent $11 million a year on Cam Sutton this past year. They they re-signed Alex Anzalone. They gave David Montgomery a, a nice $6 million a year deal for, 18, for three years, three at 18. All right, but that wasn't breaking the bank. Is, is that the next move for this team? Will Brad Holmes do that? Will Brad Holmes look up and say, I'm going to go out and get Chris Jones, the number one free agent, and pay him 20 to $25 million a year? Could the Lions actually do something like that, which is something they haven't done maybe ever? Going out and really, you know, spending a lot. And I'm not saying that's the way to do it. Brad Holmes for three years has built a pretty darn good roster, but he's been strategic in how he's done it. Right? Cam Sutton got number two corner money. Um, uh, you know, David Montgomery got got a, a nice bump in pay, but it wasn't $10, 12000000 million a year for a running back. You know, Alex Anzalone got re-signed. The Lions have been very, like I said, strategic, one-year deals. Graham Glasgow was on a one-year deal. You bring back veteran players like Dan Skipper and others, on one-year deals. Now you're going to have your left guard probably commanding and demanding a lot of money. That is what I want to get to next because I was very surprised at the money that is being projected going to Jonah Jackson and what that projection of him in free agency is. Because I think he's a really good football player. Pro Football Focus doesn't agree. We will explain uh, coming up next right here on Lockdown Lions, Thursday edition, right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. And are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? Ever wonder what adventure could be around the next corner? Uh, our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs that are out right now with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. Have you seen the 2024 Nissan Rogue? It's perfect for city drives and great escapes. Class exclusive Google built-in is your always updating assistant to call for almost anything that you need. Gone are the days of connecting your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, Google Play Store, all built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system in the 2024 Nissan Rogue. The 2024 Rogue is the perfect midsize crossover for your next adventure. Hey, Nissan's incredible lineup also includes the 2024 Nissan Armada. will change what you expect from a full-size SUV. Picture a rugged 4x4. They can seat up to eight in first-class luxury and style. Tow bigger and explore further in the 2024 Armada. Take the Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada and go find your next big adventure. Shop NissanUSA.com. Matt Derry with you. It's a Thursday edition of Locked On Lions, Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen. As I always say, and checking us out really wherever you get your podcasts. I mentioned before, check out Koo, uh Cahill, the uh, host of the Locked On Pistons podcast for all of your NBA trade deadline needs today as the Pistons uh, added about 50 players and started waving people. Killian Hayes got released. <laughs> He's a top 10 pick. Oof. Ouch. Um, all right. This was interesting. Biggest question for the Lions right now is their own free agents and who they might be able to 
or they might want to be uh, bringing back. And I want to just look at my list here that I have of the Lions unrestricted free agents, their own. All right. I'm getting old, so I'm about to do something. So you YouTubers don't get mad, but I'm putting on my reading glasses to do this. All right. Don't hate, appreciate. Lions unrestricted free agents are the, are the following. Tyson Alualu, Michael Badgley, Teddy Bridgewater, who's retiring, Anthony Ferkser, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, Graham Glasgow, Charles Harris, Will Harris, Jonah Jackson, Jake McQuaid, Emmanuel Mosley, Matt Nelson, Romeo Quara, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Jalen Reeves-Maben, Josh Reynolds, Dan Skipper, Nate Sudfeld, Nate Sudfeld, Alapulavati Vitae, and Kindle Vildor. All right. We all know in looking at that list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 20 players. We all know one thing. The most valuable and the best player on that list is Jonah Jackson. It's not even close. Jonah Jackson has started the last three years at left guard or four years at left guard. He's been really, really solid. Came out of Ohio State, has made a Pro Bowl. He's a good football player. Is he the best offensive lineman on the team? No. Frank Ragnow is better. Panay Sewell's better. You could argue Taylor Decker is better. But where, you know, when you look at the national experts and you look what GMs are thinking for this coming offseason, where is Jonah Jackson's value? Will somebody throw 15, 16, $17 million a year at Jonah Jackson, who's a solid, solid piece? And look, you got to win up front and you got to continue to have continuity along your offensive line. The Lions have that. All right. My guess is they're going to bring Graham Glasgow back probably on a one or two year deal, stick him back at right guard. He wants a little bit of a raise, but I also think he'll be affordable enough to keep. Question is, is Jonah Jackson affordable enough to keep? So I dialed into my friends at Pro Football Focus, PFF.com, um, my man Brad Spielberg, and I looked at his list of the top 100 free agents this coming offseason. All right, top 100. So I'm thinking Jonah Jackson, what, 30, 35, 40, something like that? You look at the top, I'll just give you the top of his list. Chris Jones from the Chiefs, Kirk Cousins, Josh Allen, Jaguars, T. Higgins, Brian Burns, Justin Metabike, Christian Wilkins from the Dolphins, Antoine Winfield, Tampa Bay um, is eight. I'll give you the last two. Jalen Johnson, cornerback Bears is nine. And... um. Legarius Sneed, cornerback from the Chiefs, is 10. All right, so those are your top 10 free agents, according to Brad Spielberger, just one man's opinion, pro football focus. Jonah Jackson, top 30, top 35, 40, really good football player. Jonah Jackson, top 100 list, is number 94. <laughs> 94? Now, again, if it's based off of, and he's played three years, not four, that's my fault, three years. Um, J Jonah Jackson, I mean, that, that that's crazy, right? 94? Eager, uh, eager, geez, we're having Eric Eager on tomorrow. He used to be a PFF. Um, Spielberger writes, quote, Jackson is a force in space in the run game who climbs to the second level well, once he gets ahead of steam and adjusts laterally to plant his heavy hands into the chest of defenders with balanced feet. Jackson has continued to struggle in pass protection 
was a bit, which is a bit surprising, surprising given his athletic ability. He can be slow out of his stance and or flat footed at times, which causes him to lose early uh, on early on in reps. Jonah Jackson has been with the Lions for four years. I, I messed this up now twice. The projected contract for Jackson, according to Pro Football Focus, is three years, $30 million, $30.75 million, with $16.75 million guaranteed. So for those of you math whizzes out there, that would be $10.25 million a year. <laughs> that, to me, is well worth it. If you want stability and consistency on your offensive line, and you want to bring back um, Jonah Jackson, I'm all for it. He's 27 years old. I guess you could franchise tag him, but I don't see the Lions doing that. Like John Runyon, who is the Packers left guard, has moved from right side to left side. He was 92 on this list. John Runyon was a late draft pick uh, coming out of Michigan. He's projected at three years, $20 million. Ten and a half guaranteed, less than Jonah Jackson. Yet Jackson ranks 94th, uh, Runyon 92nd. Some of it has to do with PFF grade, but again, uh, this is interesting. I never thought in a million years I would see Jonah Jackson all the way down at 94 out of 100. Uh, didn't have the greatest year PFF-wise. Uh, his season grade this year was a 61.0. Um, in 2022, 66.1. In 2021, 69.3. He's considered a top 34 guard in the league. So his ranking kind of fits. I think he's a really good player. Like that surprises me. So would you spend $10 million a year on Jonah Jackson? Yes. Sign me up. I thought he would command more. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I overrate him. But um, I think keeping that band together, keeping Glasgow and Jackson alongside Ragnow, who, again, is no lock to come back either because he's so banged up. Uh, Decker on the left side of tackle and Panesula is very important. That's where you win. You win up front. And if Brad Holmes decides, hey, listen, we can do better. We can upgrade. Maybe we spend even more. Maybe we go get a better left guard in free agency. You know, maybe we, we target somebody else along the offensive line that will, that will be better. Maybe we'll, you know, I mean, I'm looking right now at interior offensive linemen um, on this list. I just saw, you know, I mean, there's a couple, you know, Kevin Dotson from the Rams, who of course was traded for the Steelers to the Rams is 23rd on this list. His uh, free agent comparison is Larry Warford. Remember the war daddy? Come on now. Um, you know, Chase Young is like 28th on this list. Kevin Zeitler from the Ravens, right? 33 years old, six years older than Jonah Jackson. What would probably command closer to $14 million, maybe 15 compared to Jonah. I If you told me that you could get him for $10 million a year and have a contract similar to what Cam Sutton has, I would I would do that. And it won't kill your salary cap. It's important to keep that group up front. Remember what happened with the Rams? Rams went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago with Andrew Whitworth and, and these guys up front. 
and uh, they won. It was an offensive line that was together. Year after, line was a mess. Whitworth and others re retired, left in free agency, and they couldn't protect Stafford, and they sucked. This year, line was together, consistent, had improved from the year earlier. They draft Steve Avila and others, and they got good again, and they made the playoffs. So it's important to keep that consistency along the offensive line. All right, quick uh, Super Bowl discussion. I didn't want to go too deep into it, but uh, we will do that. And uh, we will do that coming up next right here on the Lockdown Lions. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood is the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right. No cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claim as of quarter one, 2024, validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA, available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC, is a registered broker-dealer. All right, so we are days away now from Super Bowl 58 out in Las Vegas. They put the field down today, I noticed, the grass field and everything else. They threw it back down inside the uh, uh, dome there in Las Vegas, and we're getting ready for Super Bowl 58 between the Chiefs and the 49ers. And look, we all felt the same way over the last couple of weeks, right? Some of you don't even want to watch the game. Some of you have turned off. You can't root for the Niners because you think the Lions should be there, and you could make an argument, not should, as my cousin Steve would say, but could make an argument that the Lions should be there or could be or could be there and deserve to be there. But they lost. All right. They gagged it away and everything else. By the way, uh, this reminds me, I got to give a shout out uh, to some everydayers today. Today, I was at the Valvoline instant oil change at 19 and Hayes. And the crew over there is unreal. All right. They are great. Tony, the manager. God, God bless Tony Kupski. She's insane. She's so great. My guy, Sage Siski. Sage loves the Lions. And he's got the best hair in the uh, in the car business. Um, Brendan Trainer, Thanks, Brendan, for taking care of me. And my guy, Logan Shea, as well. Thank you. Um, but Sage, Sage loves his Lions. But anyway, I was talking to them all today about the Super Bowl. And it's like, and even, and, and my guy, Sage, was saying it today. He's like, we gave it away. You know, so I get why there's people that are upset and don't want to watch the game. But now as we're getting closer to the Super Bowl, come on, we're all going to watch. It's the last football game for months. Yes, I know the UFL, but you know what I mean? We're going to be dying without this stuff. I'm intrigued by the game. I have no rooting interest. I don't protect. I'm not a Chiefs fan. I'm not a Niners fan. I don't know. I mean, there's a part of me that thinks Kyle Shanahan deserves to get a ring. Maybe, uh, you know, the Niners haven't won one in a while. Chiefs are going for their third. It's kind of cool to see a, a, a dynasty if that happens. Uh, I'm a Travis Kelsey fan. 
I'm good with him and 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 Tay Tay. I think it's cool. I have no issue with it. Um, Andy Reid. Who doesn't like Andy Reid? But I want to see a good game, and I think we will. The Niners have played very meh, very mid the last couple of weeks. All right, Packers could have beaten them. Lions had them dead to rights, up 17 in the second half. All right, the Niners almost do to play a better game. In Kansas City, we might be seeing, you know, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time if Patrick Mahomes wins a third. And I get it, Tom Brady won six or whatever it was. But like, um, or was it seven? Whatever. It, whatever it is, it's like Mahomes, though, is so good. And so you want to watch greatness. You want to see the best on the biggest stage. Debo Samuel's great. Christian McCaffrey is great. Uh, those linebackers for the Niners are great players. All right. Um, and of course, for the Chiefs, I mean, Kelsey's all world. Mahomes is great. Chris Jones is great. So I'm excited. I'm actually looking forward to it. I've, I've gotten past the anger with the Lions uh, and the bitterness, and I want to see a good football game. And Eric Eager from Sumer Sports is going to join us tomorrow on the show, live and direct from Vegas and uh, Radio Row to uh, kind of break the game down a little bit. I'll get his thoughts on the Lions as well. Eric has been big on big on the Lions and uh, bullish on the Lions. And uh, we'll get his thoughts a little bit too on some free agency stuff as well uh, and the draft. If you missed yesterday with Jim Nagy, the executive director of the Reese's Senior Bowl, go back and watch it or listen to it. Jim was fantastic telling us all about the cornerbacks, Darius Robinson, the kid from Detroit, <coughs> who of course can play anywhere along the defensive line and did so at Missouri. And uh, we we always love having Jim on the show. So go back and check that out um, as well. All right, that'll do it for this Thursday edition of Locked On Lions. Thanks for uh, checking us out, making us your first listen each and every day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're back again tomorrow.